was really something happy. Well, good. Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. You snuck the button <laughs> hit in on me again. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to catch you doing saying something really bad. <laughs> no. uh, I know better. I know better than that. Anytime I'm sitting in front of a microphone, I watch my P's and Q's and uh, everything else. <laughs> Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with uh, the other guy, Big Dave, and it's just the two of us again today. Uh, I know we had an episode last month in uh, Oktoberfest where it was just us, and honestly, we're recording it on the same night. So. <laughs> Time uh, delay. Time yeah, delay. But uh, this is uh, this is actually a subject that Dave and I have been talking about doing for. I don't know, a few months now. Like we, we talked about, I guess it was back during the summer that I brought this up. Like, hey, we should yeah. we should do this. And we just kept kind of putting it off, putting it off because we were in, you know, retro summer and everything else. And then, and then it just kind of Oktoberfest came along. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, uh, well, we can't really get this in that middle part. So uh You're gonna get it for the first part yeah, of November. Yeah, so in the first part of November, you're getting our nineties metal songs play our our I don't know. Our metal our metal playlists, I guess, you know, is what it is from the 90s. It's this now all November. It's all 90s songs. Metal. Songs from the 90s. And metal. I say that metal songs from the 90s because there are some bands here that obviously would have gotten their start in the 80s, but these are from the albums they released in the 90s. Yeah. For me. Anyway. Some, of, some of them didn't hit. Like that first album in the eighties did not hit at all, but once they mm. hit the nineties, the I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking yeah. about like established bands who put out stuff in the nineties. Okay, that's where I drew a few of mine from. Um, okay, a few. Most of it is stuff that actually hit in the nineties. Of like, oh, this is a newer band, you know, for for this era. Okay. Um, I don't have any kind of of. Uh, I don't either. One through whatever. I just I. I uh, Mine kind of goes. I originally told Dave we were going to do. I think we said we said we were going to do our top ten, and then we decided on fifteen. And then we and then we were going to do some honorable mentions. And, and then Dave's like, I, I have twenty, and I'm like, okay, that's well, fine. I, I can do. I that. was so, I was so. the one who said fifteen. <laughs> being and then today, being an optimist that I am, <laughs> he's like, I got it down to twenty. I was like, that's fine. I have fifteen and five honorable mention. I can just roll them all in. Yeah, I was. Issue. I was like, <laughs> I, I have done really well, and I've pared the list down to twenty songs. Which is which know, is amazing, is a, which is, is a, absolutely amazing, and I guarantee that we're going to have some of the same songs. Uh, maybe, or I know we'll have a lot of the same bands. I, I will. Whether or not we have their the same songs is a little different. I, I will preface this, preface it with this: during this time period, I was working at the college station, mm-hmm. as I know you were. I was as well. Um, I had the metal show from nine to midnight. Yeah, I did too. One semester. Um, I, for multiple semesters for right. me, so much so that I became an assistant music programmer for the rock and metal because the station was time parted, right? And it was rock and it was rock from like from six from uh, three three to six three to six. Yeah. Oh no, from six to nine, and then from nine. No, to, it, yeah, the, the modern rock would start at three. And it would get a little bit harder at six. Uh, and in the metal shows were from, from nine, nine to, to midnight. midnight. Right, right, right. And it was Katie bar the door at that point. Pretty much, pretty much. And as the assistant music programmer, I was the one that had to sit back in the production studio and edit out all the drug references, sex <laughs> references, cuss words, loot that stuff. Did, dude, <clears throat> one of the songs that's on my list, like I went back and was listening to it recently, even before I started and, and doing this. And didn't realize this, it had any And didn't that. realize that it had a word like right in the very beginning. I'm like, oh, I used to play that just like straight up. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I found that out about um, um, a song from Corn 
that had come mm-hmm, out one mm-hmm. year, and I was like, oh, totally missed yep, that one. Yep. All right. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I, I kind of arranged mine from heavy to not quite as I heavy. I don't. I just have mine. I just started making a list of all gotcha. these are the songs. And, and and a lot of these are songs because I had to listen to them over and over while editing. Right. Or because I had to talk to the rep from um, Roadrunner Records. Right. Because they were heavily promoted. In the 90s, Roadrunner Records. There are a bunch of bands on my list, as I know they're all on yours, that were all on Roadrunner Records. Right. I mean, and they, it was one of those like, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. I mean, it was a... yeah. As Barry likes to point out, I like to say a murderer's row of bands in the of metal bands in the nineties. Like I still remember just, having to deal with uh, Chainsaw over at Roadrunner, yeah, because he was the was Dave there too. So. <laughs> no, no, you were the Dave. It was Chainsaw and Dave. Come on! Oh, I didn't even think about it. I guess you were right, but I, I would have to field the calls from Chainsaw over yeah. at uh, Roadrunner. Yeah. So okay, I'll start. I'll All right, start. sure. Go ahead. Biohazard. Oh, you have Biohazard. You know, I didn't even think about Biohazard. Five Blocks to the Subway. Okay, that's a good song. That's a real good song, actually. And I actually, I, I had like three listeners, just like the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had one that would always call in and request some Biohazard. Biohazard... I think they got started in the late 80s, like they, they signed their deal or whatever, but it was through the 90s that they really started. They didn't really have a, a big album they were never until big. like yeah. the very early 90s. Right, and, but they, they, were one of those, they were one of those workman bands. Yeah. Like you always knew they were going to be good. Yeah. You know, um, they, they, they were, they were very much a plug and play, you know, as you would say for a lot of like, uh, for like a sports reference where it's like, no, we, yeah. can, we can just drop this this band in here. Well, I mean, they had a to, cut on. They had a cut on um, Judgment Day. They did Judgment Night. Yep, Judgment Night. Yeah, forget who they who they were on there. With, I, but, I do. Uh, since you went with them, yeah, I will go with another band of their ilk, kind okay. of, of their their level of of popularity. Okay, I'm going with Machine Head with Davidian. I actually have a Machine Head tune also. Dude, that song is just the best. <laughs> I, I see your Davidian, and I raise you 10-ton hammer. Okay, yeah, 10-ton hammer is a good one also. Anything off of that album that um oh, what's the name of that? Now I can't remember the name of the album. I should know this. I'm losing all credibility. Um, <laughs> but both both of those songs were on the same album. Yeah. Um and dude that that is again that was like well, that oh might be a wow um, um the more things change yes yes um uh, okay well since you See, since I'm, you went ahead and put another song on there I get to go with my next one well go right ahead uh, well, another I mean, it was the same band so I forgot well, might yeah, as well okay. okay we can do that okay uh well I'm but I'm gonna go ahead yeah go it. ahead go ahead Sepultura with Roots Bloody Roots I have that one as well. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. 
That one's further down the heaviness list, but that one is on here also. Sepultura, when they put out Chaos AD in, uh, was it 93, I think it was? That sounds about right. That was their big breakout. Yeah. And they were still very much in that, you can draw a straight line from 80s Slayer yes. to them. Yes. But then when they put out Roots in the mid-90s. And put that tribal in. They went back because they were from, they're from Brazil. Yep. And they went and they were like, no, 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 let's go back, no joke, to our roots or our Brazilian roots here. And they start, they did, they brought in all that Brazilian tribal drum and, and dude, they, that, dude, that album is so freaking good. And I got to see them over oh, on that. Really? And they had all the drums set up on stage and they all played. Yeah. I mean, it was I would have amazing. killed so, seeing that show. Dude, when we get through with this, I will tell you about the show that I saw that is just amazing. Uh, when it comes to all that stuff. So anyway, okay. go ahead. Um, next down on my list is Carcass. I almost put some Carcass on here. Heartwork from I, Heartwork. I, I'll be I'll be honest. The reason I did not put Carcass on here is because I could not settle on a song. Heartwork <laughs> from the album Heartwork mm-hmm. is just it, it's heavy. It mm-hmm. is just heavy. And that was like that was Carcass is interesting for people who don't know what we're talking about. Carcass was a death metal band, yes. but they kind of changed their style a little bit. Like they never like got away from metal whatsoever, but they did kind of like. They got a little bit more refined. They got a lot more refined. They also kind of chase trends a little bit, which, you know, some bands do that successfully and some don't. Like, they never went, like, you know, new metal or anything. No, they never did. But they did kind of... And one band that we will talk about changed the way a lot of bands do this kind of stuff. Matter of fact, I'm going to go to it right now. Okay. I've got Pantera with Walk. have a Pantera song. You probably have uh, Cowboys from Hell, right? No. Okay. What's your Pantera song? Hold on, I'm looking for it. Cemetery Gates? No. I'm a drummer. <laughs> Primal Concrete, concrete sledge. sledge. That's a good one. You know, Sledge. Anything off, uh, from me, anything off of Vulgar Display of Power could have been on here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Mouth for War, um, um, uh, just, By Demons Be Driven, uh, Fucking Hostile. I mean, it's there's so much I just really like that first album. I, and Cemetery, I like Cemetery Cowboys Gates. from Hell, okay? I like Cowboys from Hell, but they did not become Pantera yet. Phil was still doing a lot of Bruce Dickinson stuff, yeah, and and but they but you know like the rest of the band was like really moving towards what Pantera would become. Yeah, and Phil wasn't quite there yet. Right. When you get to Vulgar Display of Power, yeah, and he gets the low. They are growling. Pantera at that point, and that's what I'm gonna say. Pantera, I think that's kind of why I like Primal Concrete Sledge. Yeah, the most because that you kind of see glimmers of that. 
Right. I you know, and I get that. Um, but Pantera, when they hit the scene, changed metal. Yeah, they did. They were that band that like everybody's like, oh wait, you mean we can do this now? And it's like, who are these? Who I are know. these psychos out of I Texas? Know, exactly. And you know, they had a good run for most of the nineties. Yeah. And then it all fell apart. Fell apart tragically. And now we've ways. got this tragic. I don't know what. Why I know I know exactly what they're thinking. It's money. Yeah. Is what it is. But why in the world would Zach agree to do this to her? It just doesn't make I sense. I don't know. I mean, it could be, you know, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, apparently Dime, Dimebag and, and Zach were good, were like really good well, friends. Well, yeah. And I'm sure it's him wanting to like pay tribute pay, to yeah. his buddy. I get that. But uh, I but, think, isn't it like Ray Lutzer is playing? I forget who's playing drums. Uh, I feel like it's I Ray. know Rex is, it's Rex and, and Phil yeah. and, and then Zach Wilde and I forget who they said. I think it's drums. Ray Lutzer who's, it who's be. been playing with Korn for the last several it years. It could be. I, I I would have to go look it up. I'm not going to see it. I saw Pantera in concert yeah. three times. I'm good with it. I'm, I mean, I'm not going yeah. back to watch this. <laughs> no. It'd be like trying to go to watch Static X now. Yeah, I mean, without exactly. without Wayne. St- yeah. You know, there, there are so many of those bands, though. There are so many bands who will, like, pick up and go without members. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, you don't need to do that. You need to call it a day is what you need to do. Go start another go, band. Yeah, start a different band. Sound exactly the same. It's fine. Just don't call it. Yeah. That, it's not like you're you know? not going to get a record deal. They, they, you go and visit them at the offices. It's like all that the time. It's like that abomination that NXS tried to do back in the early two <sighs> thousands. You know, you or how many times has has half of Queen gone on tour with a different lead singer? You know, well, I, mean, I tell you the, um, and I don't care who they've got up there. I, I will not. I will never acknowledge that that's Queen. Okay. Okay. That that's all there is to it. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, what's your next your next one? Mashuga. I am not a big Meshuggah fan. Really? No. Transfiction. Okay. And it's fair. I mean, I know plenty of people who love Meshuggah. I just never could get into them myself. Uh, That's just me. I understand. I understand. What's your next one? Since Uh, we have nothing to talk about on that one, I guess. (laughs) I mean... I know the the big thing with Meshuggah is their drummer. I mean that dude. Yeah, he, he's he's insane. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and I get that. I just don't like their music that much. Okay. It's like you know, I I wouldn't take anything away from. I, I they just they didn't do it for me. Gotcha. Is what it comes. No, down I understand to. You know, that. That's, that's uh, not a big deal. And I, and I guarantee I'm going to have some on my list that you're going to feel the same way about. So. I'm sure. Uh, my next one is the Deftones. I did not go near this band because I knew you'd have them on the list. I. Adrenaline, uh, their first album, yeah. is good. Around the Fur is excellent. And yes. I'll be honest, I don't care anything about anything they about that they did after that. No. I like that one album, and my favorite song on that album is MX. Okay. I love that song still to this day because gotcha. it's heavy as everything and it's just a fucked up song on top of it all. <laughs> Honestly, I like the single. Um, I can't think of the uh, name because it's just, um, it's my so. Own, uh, it's um, uh, My Own Summer. 
the, yes. uh, yeah, that's a good, that's a that, good one that, too. It's so know? slow and right. grinding. And that, this entire yeah. album is like that. And MX yeah. is exact, the exact same thing where it's that slow groove, you know, and they do this really cool thing where like, uh, Chino, you know, is like singing the chorus. Yeah. And they have this female vocal who's, who's actually, she's not even singing. She's just talking. It's like he's saying something and she's responding to it. Yeah. And it's this really cool, like, oh, this is this is really setting the tone for this for this song, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, def that that like I said, around the fur is a great album. I really don't care about anything beyond that whatsoever. But that's I know that's they became a huge band after this. Yeah. With um, the House of Flies or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, White Pony album or whatever, you know. And I just, yeah. I just don't get it. I, this this is not for me. What's your next one? Fear Factory. Okay, which song? Most people actually discovered Fear Factory because of the Mortal Kombat soundtrack, yes. but I knew about them way before that. The song I picked, though, was Demanufacture. Okay. It just is a very good song. It is, is heavy. You you get kind of that. It was everybody's kind of first taste of that industrial metal. Yes, and they are very much an industrial metal band. Yeah. And, you know, I will say this: in putting this together, I left off some bands that could that could possibly be on here because I kind of stayed away from of industrial metal or a lot of techno metal, you know, and some stuff like, so like ministry's not on my list. Even ministry, though ministry's got some great stuff, I've never considered them a metal band. No. That's the whole thing. They're an industrial band. Right. I don't have Nine Inch Nails in here because they're not a metal I, band. I do have a Nine Inch Nails Okay, song. it's, and for people who do, I get it. Yeah. But, I don't, whenever somebody says Nine Inch Nails, I don't go to metal. I, I, go I really, to industrial. One of the most non-metal metal bands out there, I wanted to put on this list and I couldn't make it work was Mr. Bungle. Yeah. See, I didn't put Faith No More on here. I didn't put Mr. Bungle. I mean, there, there's a lot of that stuff that a lot of people will be like, well, what about... Uh, there? If we had done yeah. a top 50 or 50 maybe. songs, maybe I could have put, put that band like on Like the here, new Mr. Bungle album? Yeah. Holy crap. Okay. I, you, I've heard if, good things about the If new you Mr. haven't Bungle, gone so. and listened to the new Mr. Bungle honest, album... I've, re- I've never been a big Mr. Bungle fan. Scott Ian's on it. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. Who was? What was? Did you do the last one? Or did I, I did the last one. It's your turn. Uh. All right. I'm going with another Roadrunner band here. All right. Typo negative. I did not go anywhere near that band because <laughs> I knew you would go near that band. Uh. Song off of uh off of uh, October Rust called "Love You to Death." They've got some great music all through the 90s. Uh, anything off of Bloody Kisses, October Rust, or World Coming Down, all good stuff. Yeah. All good stuff. Uh, very goth. It's, it's goth metal is what it is. I mean, it's it's slow and, and trudging. They do pick it up from time to time. Of course, Peter Steele with that, that bass vocal. That baritone. That, yeah. And it's one of those things where it's great. Um, 
<laughs> I have heard people say, well, typo negative is great, is great music to get stoned to. I have also heard people say, typo negative is great music to have sex to. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, I get both of those. <laughs> but it's also really good music to actually see in concert, which I've seen them in concert a couple times, R.I.P. Peter Steele, um, because they will never be another one like him. Um, but yeah, typo negative, go check out any of their stuff. Dave, what's your next one? Wow. Okay, that was more information than I probably <laughs> needed at that point. Uh, so this one's actually a, a spinoff of a previous band that we talked about. Okay. Soulfly. I did not put Soulfly on here because I'm a bigger Sepultura fan. I, I understand and that. I know, and I know you love Soulfly, so I knew you were going to go there. So, well, so. I, I, and part of the reason why I love Soulfly is because I was still working the radio station oh, when, yeah. the, when this breakup happened and this I remember band, when they, and this album came out, I immediately put this into heavy rotation yep. at the station. I, I played it on my show quite a bit. Eye for an eye. Good one. I am on a so funny because that was 25 years ago would you quit i mean but listing off years but i'm just, just like making me you know hurt. thinking about thinking about when Soulfly because you gotta remember roots sepulture's roots came out in 96 right Soulfly's first album came out in 97 right so you know you're talking about maybe at the most a year and a half difference between them being released right and the cavalier brothers yeah cavalier and they have not spoken since no you know that is you know Max left and that was it. There there is no, there. I don't think that I don't think they've done a reunion ever. No, that I'm aware of. Not that I know. You of. You know, we've seen some other really high profile splits where people have gotten back together, but not them. Again, there's nothing like a family fight. So it's <laughs> uh, ugly goes bone deep. Yes, it does. All right, my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. I'm gonna go ahead and do this one because I know you've got one of their songs. Okay. I got corn with blind. This place is on my mind. A place I like to hide. You don't know the chances. Or if I should die. You don't have a. How do you not have a corn? Because you're a bigger corn fan than I am. I I went some other directions. Yeah, I will say this. I I do love corn though. I saw I saw corn like when they were touring on their first album. Okay, I and was supposed to have seen corn. Oh, and it was that the, was after fall. Was that that was after fall? Leader leader was released. Right? No, 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 no. Is that still in the first one? It was the when they came through town. They were playing at Starwood. I forget who they were playing with. No, they were on Lollapalooza. They were supposed to be on Lollapalooza. Right. and Monkey got meningitis. meningitis right, and and so they did, pulled off. Yeah, they pulled off the tour. Uh, I saw them open for Ozzy um, in '96. I think it was when Ozzy came back with the Osmosis tour. Oh yeah, okay. And um, at um, Municipal, and it was really good. I enjoyed it. I will I will say this. I've said this before when we did our Woodstock 99. Go on YouTube and go look for Corn Blind on, at Woodstock 99. That is one of the best, one of the best, I don't know how to explain this, live things you will ever see because there it is. There is this shot from behind the band 
Yeah. That when they, when the, when it dropped, like when the, like, you know, when the music really kicks in and you just see waves of people jumping, like it, it looks like an ocean that people are moving so much. It is so intense. It's one of the coolest things ever. So what yeah. do you got next? Cold chamber. I thought about cold chamber. Um, and another Roadrunner band. <laughs> and, and, and the song that I've got on here is not the song that I originally had on here. And the re- song I originally had on here was Big Truck. And, okay. and literally, that's because I would listen to this album while playing uh, Twisted Metal. Nice. Using the ice cream truck. <laughs> and I was always, Even though, what was it? Rob Zombie did the music for Twisted Metal yeah. 3, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I would like turn the sound <laughs> off and listen to Cold Chamber Big Truck nice. while driving the ice cream nice. truck around. Now, the song I actually put on here was Loco. Okay, cool. That that first Cold Chamber album, which Cold Chamber's bass player is actually married to the drummer of Seven Dust, yes, or was. Or I what? don't know if they still well, are, or but not. she hasn't been in the band for a while though. No, like because I remember because they put that first album out and uh, they went on tour and she got pregnant. Yeah, like I think right after they came off tour and she left the band they brought somebody else in and they and i think they've gone through multiple people i don't think they were then. as good without um when she left i thought that no. first album was pretty good that first good. album was really good and the second album not so much yeah it, i don't know some sometimes these bands would hit really big right off the bat and it seemed like they for lack of a better term, they, they blew their load on the first album, and it's like they just didn't have anything after that. That was the worst Metallica album ever. <laughs> well, you won't be getting any of that that music on here, so for maybe, mine. May, maybe the second worst, because yeah. there is St. Anger. No, oh, St. Anger is the worst. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so you, you went with Cold Chamber. Cold Chamber. What you got? What you got? I'm just kind of going down my list here. Okay. Since we've expanded this to 20 songs, I actually have a double dip with this band. Uh-oh. Megadeth. I, I actually didn't put any Megadeth on here. I have Megadeth, Holy War is the Punishment Due. That's a good one. came out in 91 or 90 the very end of 90 um such a great album oh yeah (laughs) it's such a great song too like i said megadeth was established already through the 80s and everything all the bands i have were pretty much they got their hit in yeah i I just went with song 90s like the for me yeah this is a list of my favorite metal songs from From the the 90s 90s. i went with 90s bands yeah so um so yeah i got so and stick around megadeth's coming back again yeah that's 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 a good one (laughs) um my next one is prong okay uh snap your fingers snap your neck Because um, it's such a 
gritty, grindy, groove-driven. Prong is one of those weird bands that, like, they never had, like, real big hits, like, at all. Like, even, even in the, the metal. But the thing is, is they had a long popular. tail. But yeah. they always had a long tail because different members of the band went on to play in with other, other bands. bands. You know, yeah. I know, like, the, their guitar player, or actually their lead singer and guitar player, wound up playing with Danzig for a while, like, after, yeah. you know, John Christ was gone and, and all that. And uh, and that their drummer played was and I, like it's one of those things you go down and start looking at all the members of the, the original members of that band. Yeah, they all played with somebody else. Yeah, you know, so that's kind of cool that you know. Uh, what you okay, got? what you got? What you got? This one might be my next two might be a little controversial because okay, I kind of a little bit break my own rule. Imagine especially that with this you one, you breaking your own rules. Tool. I got a tool song with Enema. How are you breaking your rules with that one? Because they're more. I always kind of think of them more as a <laughs> a prog alternative band than I do metal. They're a but prog metal this, band, but this song is heavy as fuck. <laughs> they're they're a prog metal band. They are a metal band. Yeah, I I don't know. I just again, I just never looked at Tool as a metal band in the traditional sense. You're, I know you've very seen heavy live. band. Oh yeah, I've seen them live a couple times. Yeah, that how um, how can you say that? How can you have I seen know, them live and not say they're a metal band? I get it, but. I don't know. It's You're just full of crap. Anyway, man. all right. What's your? You said did you oh. have a tool song or did you have a? I do have a tool song, but I'm not to it yet. Okay. Um, the next one on my list is Corrosion of Conformity. Okay. Albatross. Okay. I did not put corrosion on here. Once again, grindy, groove-driven. I did not put corrosion or conformity on here. Okay. And I have a reason why. Not because I don't like them. It's because, because you're a jerk. It's it? because I don't... Even though I have seen them open for both Megadeth and Metallica, uh-huh. I do not consider them a quote-unquote metal band. Oh, come on. They are definitely a... Uh, a hard rock. A, they're more of a groove rock band. It's a groove metal band. I don't see them as metal. So they're much. metal. That's just me. That's just me. Shut I up. completely wrong. If you want to put them on yours, that's fine. But that's that's why I did not put them on mine. Great live, by the way. Yeah, really good live. So, what's your next one? Alice in Chains with Man in the Box. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. I'm actually surprised you didn't go with We Die Young. 
I thought about that. But even, I, even though, like, this is one of my favorite bands ever. Right. I stayed away from it because I knew you were going to put them on. I really, list. but see, I almost didn't because, again, I don't think of Alice in Chains as a metal band. Uh, but the reason why I put Man in the Box, or if I had put We Die Young on there, yeah. it's because that first album is a metal uh, album. A metal album a lot more. Now, it's, it's an alt-metal album. No, you're right. But it is a metal album unlike anything after that. You know, they, they had some heavy songs after that, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they really kind of went more into that alt-grunge, whatever. They leaned after. into the yeah. Seattle scene. Right. Even and, though that's where they were from. And and they so. were from there, but the thing is, is they were not marketed as anything. Because they came out a, a good year and a half before all that broke. Yeah. So it was one of those things where, like, yeah, they were considered a metal band to begin with. Like, you got to think about it this way. When the uh, the Clash of the Titans tour went out in 1990, yeah. you know, you had... Uh, Slayer, Anthrax, and Megadeth. Like, they were the big bands. Yeah. And the opening act was Alice, Alice in Chains. Chains. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, and, you know, you got to give them some credit, you know, some cred for that, you know, and it's just, uh, but yeah, I, I went with Man in the Box. I almost did We Die Young, but I thought Man in the Box is actually the better metal song. So, what you got? Um, this is my Nine Inch Nail song. Okay. Head Like a Hole. No, you can't take that away from me. That's the one you thought was metal? Yeah. Okay. That one kind of confuses me. I that was I remember when I first heard this and I was just like, what the crap is this? This is awesome. Okay. No, I mean I agree it's an awesome song. And you you, you don't agree? No, I it's, just it's mainly just the chorus that does. I get that, me. but the rest of that song is not I mean it's it's really kind of poppy, to be honest. Yeah. I mean it's like I mean, hell, Miley Cyrus covered it, so I mean, it's <laughs> Miley Cyrus has covered everything at this. Did point. you see that episode of Black Mirror? No. Yeah, that was a, and apparently Trent Reznor signed off on all of it. Really? Like, yeah. So, I, okay, whatever. What's your next one? Uh, okay. Marilyn Manson. I've got a Marilyn Manson on here. I bet you don't have this one. Is it um, from their first album? Is yeah. it Cake and Sodomy? No, I almost put that one on there, though. Because I know you like that. I do like that song. You're a sicko. But I actually went with Get Your Gun. That first Portrait of American Family, that album yeah. is a metal album. Now, once you get into Antichrist Superstar and beyond, there are still metal elements, especially on Antichrist Superstar, yeah. but they're a lot more industrial and alt than anything on there. I, I get, you know? Okay. But that first, that Portrait of American Family, is a straight up metal album and it's yeah. great. I love that album. So, so yeah, get your gun. You went with Cake Inside of Me. That's no, a good one. I didn't go with oh, that. Oh, 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 I, I thought you, I, that's I what I, I thought you would have. No, no, no. I went with Get Your Gun. I actually went with their cover of Sweet Dreams. Really? Some of them want to use you. Some of them want to get used by you. 
creepy. It is it's creepy. Grindy. It's, it's, it's I, I get heavy. It. I get it. I just, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I get it. I mean, it, it's, he, he's, he's you know, crapping and, and, all you know, over. No, no, no. I'm not because, choices, you know, the so. thing is, is that I didn't, I don't have any covers on here for one thing. Um, no, I get it. But also the fact that like, you could very easily put the beautiful people on this list. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, it, that is a straight-up metal song. Yeah. But the rest of that album is not. You know, I mean, it's got it's, got its moments. Yeah. But... I can't disagree. Um, But I just... I had to I had to go with one of their early ones. I, I thought about Lunchbox, but... Eh. You know, but I, I really... I, I settled on... I settled on Get Your Gun because that's just the most... It's just a metal song. So, okay, what you got next? White Zombie. Okay, which one? Guest starring Iggy Pop. Oh, um, uh, Black Black Sunshine. It's not Iggy Pop. It is Iggy Pop. Gripping the wheel, his knuckles went white with desire. The wheels of his Mustang exploding on the highway like a slug from a 45. True death. 400 horsepower of maximum performance piercing the night. This is Black Sunshine. Yes, it is. The spoken word part of it is Iggy Pop. I thought that was, um... Um, Look it up right now. The spoken I word part of it is Iggy Pop. I thought that was Henry Rollins. No, it's Iggy. Is it Iggy? Okay, I, th- I thought it was Henry Rollins that did it. Um, I I have a white zombie song also. Okay, I have blood milk, blood milk and sky. Okay, off of Astro Creep. Yep. Uh, Astro Creep, you're getting a lot more techno metal yes. stuff. But that song. Oh, no, you're is right. Heavy. And, I mean, and, that's, <laughs> and that's part of the reason why I went back to the original White Zombie album. I thought about going back there. And I, I almost I went with Thunder, either, either Thunder Kiss 65 or Welcome to Planet Motherfucker because either one of those songs are. They've got that, that nice riff metal you know, thing going yeah. on. So. And, you know, I looked at Thunder Kiss. But honestly, if I'm honest with myself, it was Black Sunshine that got me to buy. That's the a album. good one. Yeah, that's a great groove. That yeah. bass, that bass groove on there. Um, Sean Isolt. Yep. Who was amazing and famous monsters? Yes, also. he was. I'm glad uh, we went to that show. Let's see here. Where are we? Oh, you know what? I got to go back on my list. I skipped one. Oh, what'd you got? Monster Magnet with Space Lord. I knew that was going to end up on your love list somehow. That song. I love that album, Power Trip. There is not a bad song on there. Actually, Power Trip and God Says No. And then there was, what was the next album after that? Uh, I don't know. Oh, what was the next? They had the three. those three albums are just like, no, you can listen to any of them. And there is not a bad. Now, again, it's a different style of metal. Oh, yeah. You know, it's very much stoner metal. I mean, oh, it's yeah. very much. But it is one of those things, especially with Space Lord. I mean, it's just like, you know. And unfortunately, I have never seen Monster Magnet in concert. I don't know that I've ever seen him come around this area to do a concert. 
there's a little bit of that also. I, I I think they might have opened for somebody at some point, like on a on a tour, but I don't know. I, I think mean, the closest I've seen them get is um, maybe Atlanta or something. Maybe may, maybe Atlanta. Yeah. Definitely not Memphis. What do you got? I'm I'm down to my tool song. Okay. Prison sex. <laughs> I really don't consider that song a metal song because <laughs> that that sounds. I'm going to say something that I know all the Tool fans out there are going to think is blasphemous, and they will probably hate me because Tool fans are kind of like other fan. Like the there are there are people who like Tool, and then there are Tool fans. Okay. Okay. I am more towards the people who like Tool as opposed to tool, a Tool fan, okay? Okay. And what I'm about to say is going to make those fans really, really, really angry. Don't lose listenership for us. Prison Sex is the most Pearl Jam song they ever did. <sighs> no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, Go back and listen not. to it. It could have been on verses very easily. <laughs> no, it couldn't. This is a groove metal song from a prog rock mm-hmm. metal band. So <laughs> screw you. Like I said, I know I'm gonna make some people angry saying Jerk, that, you made me true, angry. But so it's true. Screw <laughs> off. What's your next piece of turd song meant? Uh, and you'll probably agree with that with that sentiment right there when I say this. Metallica. You said there was gonna be no Metallica on this. I list. did not say that. I said there would be nothing off of load on this. <sighs> this is off of the black album. Oh, another Bob Rock jam of Wolf and Man. After the new days, Miss run. Out from the new days, Miss Yeah, see, now even you have to be like, oh, actually, that's a good song. <laughs> if I was going to have to listen to a song off of that album, it would probably be that song. Uh-huh, because it's actually a really good song. <laughs> if it just wasn't over-compressed. <laughs> I'll agree with that. That song is, that the, the guitars on that, that track especially are so compressed. Uh, the whole but album is like super compressed. It's a great song. So. It's like he ran the compressor through a compressor before he got to the compressor. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess it's my turn. Yep. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do you dirty then. All right. Drain Sth. You know I didn't put them on here. Damn it! Did you put Serve the Shame? No. Which I song? Went, I don't mind. Oh, that's a good one too. Strain STH album, yeah, so good. And the second one's not bad. They changed their style a little bit, with, like with the times. Yeah, that first album, oh, dude, it's so good. 
I wish I wish those ladies had done more. I I understand yeah. that Tony Iommi decided he wanted to let, knock the lead singer up, and then they just kind of disbanded after that. But it was just like, oh, dude, that they they could have been so much more. Oh yeah. Um, let me ask you. All right, do you have Kitty on here? I do not. I don't either. I figured you no, would go there. I don't. I don't like them as much as a lot of other people. I do. like that first band. Uh, that first, first album. album's not again. They started going through personnel changes after that first <laughs> album. <laughs> but of the two, I like Drain SDH more than Kitty. Yeah, I always absolutely. Did, you know, absolutely. Um, all right, is it my turn? I mean, I, 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 I was about to put a Kitty song on here, but I didn't yeah, because I figured I you would. No, I and I saw again. I saw them. On, I saw them in concert. Um, they were good. Like they they were they were really good in concert, but I don't know they just they just never hit with me. I, I mean, I'll be I, honest. If I had to do any of it, it'd probably be brackish. For yeah, them. the thing with them is that like I and again I did not stay with them after past that first album. No, like I heard some of the did. I heard some of their stuff off their their, their subsequent albums, but I just yeah. I just never stayed with them. Uh, I'll be honest. I think some of the fact that they were a bunch of teenage Canadian girls was like kind of the the draw of like, okay, let's see what let's see what they can do. Yeah. And then they did did it well. They did it real well. Yeah. And I was did. like, okay, cool. But do I want to hear more of this? You know, that's kind of the. You kind of uh, got through the first album. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. That, that that's kind Next. of that's kind of what I needed to hear. Next. And nothing against again against those ladies because they are you know especially the two sisters they're legit dude they they are they are straight up legit yeah. Uh, they're the only two original members, and everybody else is coming gone. You know, they they lost a guitar player, like died. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they had a guitar player uh, that was like in the mid two thousands somewhere who passed away, uh, really young too. Wow, just like wow, that's that's rough. Um, okay, what else? My you next got? one, Slayer. Okay, War Ensemble. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember Seasons in the Abyss was released in 1990. Yeah. Okay. And that was kind of like some other albums by, you know, established bands. It was a little different for them as opposed to the stuff they had done previously. Yeah. Now, when they put out that next album in like 94, they really kind of started going into a much like a more Pantera-ish. I forget what the name of that album is. I can see the front cover of it. Um uh, but it was like they started going in more of like that a 90s metal yeah. type of way, you know, which a lot of that stuff is still really good. Uh, which that was, oh, they had a different drummer. Yeah, Lombardo was gone at that yeah. point. I forget who it was that was playing with them. Um, but yeah, that, I, you know, I could have gone, I could have gone with the title track. Seasons in the Abyss. I could have gone with Dead Dead Skin Mask. I could have gone with any number of songs off that album. Yeah. But I went with War with uh, War Ensemble because it really was kind of like, oh wow, okay. It's kind of the first thing that really got them significant play on MTV. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, all right, what you got? Seven Dust. Which one? Black. The reason I went with Black 
because that was the first song that we put into heavy rotation yeah. at the college station. Was it that or Denial? Denial. I know that came a little. That was on their second album. Denial didn't hit as hard as Black did. When Black, when this first album came out and Black came out, um, everybody I knew was playing this thing. Yeah, Seven Dust. I still like Seven Dust. I, I like I've got Seven a bun- Dust. I've got a bunch of their albums. I almost got to see them um, at the church in Atlanta. That's cool. When we were on the um, the radio fraternity. Yeah. Group. I saw them at 328. Um, who was it opened for them? Oh, I remember who opened for them. It was terrible. It was a Econoline crush. Oh. They did a horrible, horrible. Well, they were not a great band anyway. Horrible cover of Head Like a Hole. That was just like, no, no, yeah. no, no, don't, no, don't do that. No, no, just. <laughs> they were not a great band anyway. They weren't. Uh, that yeah. was, and uh, yeah, but yeah, but Seven Dust was really good when I saw them. So, yeah. so, all right. Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. This one might be controversial. Okay. Anthrax. Okay. Only. know this was after you know uh joy belladonna had left the band yeah and they'd brought in um oh uh, what was the lead singer's name i can't he used think to be of with it. armored saint yeah uh john um john church is that his name john something I like that i don't remember this song though yeah this was off of uh the sound of white noise yeah i love this song I love this song. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a good album. It's a great song, dude. The, the it's drums a, it's on a it, good song. Yeah. I, because I was such an Anthrax fan. I know. Anyway, and Anthrax is just not Anthrax without Joey Belladonna. I said front. this might be a controversial yeah. pick. Now, a, as a standalone, we're talking about as a standalone album, it's a good album. It, it's kind of like that John Karabi album from Motley, Motley Crue. If it wasn't Motley Crue. And the vocals were not buried in the instrumental instrumental parts. Well, since that you would went, be a pretty good album. Since you went with twenty rather than fifteen, and I had five honorable mentions, I actually have Motley Crue with Hooligans Holiday on here as an honorable okay. Because that is a great metal song. I'm sorry. The drums sound amazing on that thing. The, the instruments, <laughs> the instrument mix on that, on right. that album. And Karabi's voice. Is oh. amazing. <laughs> Karabi's voice is a right. good voice, but they buried his vocals in the, mm-hmm. the music. And well, it's, if they had brought the vocals out front just a little bit more, I have think Have you read it The been, Dirt? I haven't. Okay, I did back when it was released 20 years ago or whatever it was. Right. 
and you know the Karabi stuff in there because they actually have Karabi talking about it, you know, and everything. And yeah. like he flat says, he's like, if I could go back and do it again, I'd tell everybody just to shut up and let me do what I do. Yeah, because that was they were chasing trends. They yeah. were chasing serious trends. They made some good music on this album. Karabi's a great singer. Karabi's great. I you know, but like I said, that album, that Motley Crue self titled, yeah, is a good album if it hadn't been Motley Crue. If it had called it something else, yeah. I think people would have liked kind of like the season of the witch thing. If it didn't have Halloween attached to it, people would have right. come around to it a lot sooner than they did. You know, and this is I'm I'm going to derail for a minute. Okay. Have you seen the latest rumors about? It appears that Mick Mars has had enough of the other threes. It does surprise me. In the I don't know why they're back together to begin with. And I mean, it, rumor is that John Five has taken over for Mick. You know, he's come in. He's played with several people over the years. You know, it's and. A, and John it, Five's a good guitar player. Oh, he's an he's an awesome guitar player. <laughs> yeah. But it, something else that kind of backs it up is Rob Zombie has his original guitar player back in the band. Uh, Jay, um, Jay, was it Jay Younger? Is that his yeah, name? I yeah. think that's it. Yeah, really? Yeah, like the last two shows he's played, it's been with him and not wow. John Five. Hmm. So I don't know if he and he, John Five has taken well, his listening. Piggy D with him for a while. I thought he was the one who had been touring with him. I forget who it was. I think it was Piggy D. Uh, now, John Five had played with, with Rob Zombie, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but yeah. I think Piggy D has been with him for several years now. now John John Five had been playing with him forever. Does he have two guitar players out with him? I yeah. know he, sometimes he takes two, sometimes he only takes one. I think one, he's had you know? two, but John Five. I saw him, he only had one. So. John Five's been out with him forever, okay. but he's... He's evidently pulled all of his references to Rob Zombie off know. of his um, reference hey, you know, pages and all that. I have, you know, again, but is we're, Motley, we're in is the, Motley Crue Motley Crue without Mick Mars? Are they Motley Crue with any? With I mean, look, Motley Crue recorded without Nikki Six or without um, uh, Mick Mar or um, Vince Neil. Yeah, they recorded without Tommy Lee. What album? Um, New tattoo because uh, uh, what's his name was on there uh, that passed. Uh, oh, that's right. I didn't buy that, that album. That played for uh, Ozzy for so long. Randy Castillo. Yeah, he was on that album. Um, and then and so it's one of those things they've replaced members in the band before. I mean, that's not a you know with them. Honestly, but it's Mick. I the only the only good thing I can see. I'll, happening. I'll, I will say this. I think the only member that Motley Crue can't replace and it still be Motley Crue is Nikki Six. I have, and to I hate to say that about a bass player. Okay, but it's. <laughs> I hate to disagree. I think without Mick Mars, you don't have Motley Crue. I don't know. I mean, it. I mean, you've got the drive and the lyrics and all that with Nikki Six, but that band. Their sound. Nikki Six writes all of their stuff. Yeah, he has from the beginning. But the sound of that band is straight up McMar. Is it? Yeah, I think Do it you is. Th- I mean, really, I mean, because Motley Crue is one of those bands. I've never, I've never been like, oh, the guitar on this. I mean, there's there are moments, but I've never been like as a whole. The guitar is what it's. It's always kind of been a collective of all of them. Really, it's been more the rhythm section for them than it has been anything else. Definitely I mean, has never been the vocals. The, no. uh, I mean, but it's I mean, always rhythm, kind of been the rhythm section. The, I mean, you know, the rhythm with, section is solid. I yeah. mean, you know who it is. Right. But you can't tour on rhythm section alone. And 
I think that Mick Mars Even later... Even as somebody who plays a guitar, I'm going to ready to say something that most people will be like, I, I'm, uh, I'm telling you. I think you can replace guitars, guitarists without any issues whatsoever. <laughs> I, I disagree. Except for like, unless you're somebody like Dimebag, okay, who has a very, Dimebag? very distinct style. Um, you can never replace Slash. I mean, it's... There are certain there are certain guitar players who like that. For me, I think I Mars don't, is I don't one of them. I consider McMars one of them. I, so. The only good thing I see about Mars not going back with Motley Crue is I know he's been working on a solo album yeah, for he a also years. has so many health issues. And just, I want that solo album to come yeah. out. All right, so I derailed enough. I'll quit. So yeah, anyways, I like I said, I went with. I, I had my Motley Crue with Hooligans yeah. Holiday. So what do you got? Okay, I've got one that may be a little controversial. Okay. You're probably going to argue that they're not a metal band. Okay. I disagree, and I got to see these guys play at 328. Is it X? Is that how you're trying to go? No, no. <laughs> X is a punk band. They you are. always bring up that you've seen X live, so it's like... <laughs> because that was an awesome show. All right. What um, do you got? And actually, Quicksand opened up for this band. Okay. Um, Helmet. I can see it. Wilma's Rainbow. Okay. You've heard about a beer old man. Talk a lot and loud. Illustrate the obvious boy. I can see it with Helmet. I've always considered them more of a hardcore band than anything. I, I can see that also. You know, that's... Uh, and again, you're blurring lines. But then again, I mean, if you go back and listen to Unsung... I know. And again... The lines between so much of what we're saying are, yeah. are so blurry that it's like, just put them all into this one. You, you put them all into this one umbrella, right. you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, so I, I'm i fine with Helmet. I, actually, my, my last three will probably be controversial. Uh, since we're into my honorable mentions here, uh, this is really getting away. I'll, one, two, three, four, five. All of them were I only have two left. All of them were established in the 80s okay okay uh well, i already did i already did the motley crew uh here's my double dip with megadeth train of consequences I could have gone with with Symphony of Destruction or Sweating Bullets or something. I like see that. that one more, but I love Train of Consequences. No, I, know, I, I know it's different. I know it's different. No, I I can see where you're going with it. Yeah. I mean, that era of Motley of Megadeth Motley Crue. Yeah, um, that, that era, mid '90s of them is really they, strange. They slowed down a little bit. They did. It, it's more groove based than it is, than it is so. especially this song. Yeah, you know, I mean, it just you know. It, um, it, it, they did, they kind of eased up on the thrash a little bit and Dave for that album. Kind of opened his vocals up a little bit more yeah. on this album, you know, and kind of actually started singing rather than just screaming on key, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's my double dip of Megadeth. Yeah. So what do you got next? You said you only have how many? Ones? I have two left. How did you get ahead? You want me to go ahead and do one? That'll get us back. On. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because my last two are probably going to be controversial. Ozzy Osbourne, No More Tears. <laughs> Song. 
Mm-hmm. It's a great song. Yeah, I think that's about you know? all I gotta say about that. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a, a great good, album. It's a good song. It's a great album, and it's a really good song. What else I mean, was on that album? Um, Bomb, I'm coming home. Uh, Road to nowhere. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, it's it's the ballady album. Yeah, it was kind of his. At that point, he had gotten clean, supposedly, and you know, and it was one of those yeah. things that he also thought that he, you know, they did the No More Tours tour because he thought he had Parkinson's, which come to find out he really did, but we didn't find out till much later. Yeah, and you know, it was kind of one of those things where it was, is definitely, you know, I think what the last one prior to this was, um, oh, I can see the album. He's sitting, he's sitting on the front cover. Blizzard of Oz? No, 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 no. no Blizzard of Oz was like no. early '80s. No, it's the one with um. It's, Zach's was play, has been playing with him for a while. At yeah. this point, it's the one that's got blood, blood, uh, bloodbath in paradise, and uh, I actually have it on cassette. It's not. Tape. It's not the shot in the dark album. It's, I can uh, see it because I actually have. You know what I'm talking tape. about? Yeah. Like the, the the front. He's sitting like in a on chair. a throne. Yeah, on a throne, and uh, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. Damn it. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, this was actually this was a departure. But it was one of those things where it was like, oh, no, this is different, and I like it a lot. It kind of became what Ozzy was going to sound like going forward. Yeah. It, 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 it's kind of a ballady. Yeah, but No More Tears. That song is just awesome. So See You on the Other Side, I think, was on that one, No, too. that was on oh. Osmosis. Was that on yeah. Osmosis? Yeah. Yeah, that play that one at my funeral. Is the call. It, that, that song is on my funeral playlist. It is. That, it's a... When they close the lid and they turn the coffin to go down the aisle to mm-hmm. go out to the thing... Um, play that song. Yeah. All right. I'll remember that. What's your next one? Oh. Because we're back to you. Right. Uh, Primus. I know. You think they're a prog band and not a metal band. <laughs> they are not a metal band. They are a metal band. <laughs> they are not a metal band. Tommy the Cat. Yeah, no. Well, I remember this dog a meal ago. Said Tommy the Cat is a real back clear out of a form out of maybe this little twain to his mighty throat. Many a fat on the rat met his demise while staring point blanked on the covetous barrel. This saw some prowling machine. Truly a wonder of nature, this urban predator. Tommy the Cat had many a story to tell, but it was a rare occasion such as this that he did. <laughs> Screw you. They're a metal band. This is the one we are definitely going to disagree on. <laughs> Tommy the Cat is my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I seem to be. Okay. My last two are real departures from the rest. Well, maybe not real departures, but they're definitely, you you can tell like my bottom, like my four that I have, like my last four on here, which was started with Hooligans Holiday and the No More Tears is getting into a little less of what you think of as 90s metal. You're kind of stretching a little. But, but these were all metal songs that came out in the 90s. Okay. Okay. My second to last one is Skid Row with Slave to the Grind. The noose gets tighter around my throat But I ain't at the end of my road Cause I won't be the one left behind You can't be king of the world It's no slave to the grind Tear down the red racial slime You can't be king of the world It's no slave to the grind That's a good one. Yeah, again, that album came out in 91. Was that 91? Came out in July of 1991. And you know what significance it is? Mm-hmm. This was right after SoundScan. Oh. They were the first. They were That was the right. first album in the post-SoundScan app that went to number one. Right. Yeah. 
And yeah, that it's actually a really good album. Again, big departure for them from their first album. Okay, that first album's good, but they they really turned the guitars up quite a bit, you know, and on this one. Now, we're not talking about them in the same realm as Slayer or anything here by any stretch of the imagination. No, no. But, no, no. <laughs> but the song Slave to the Grind is definitely not something you would have heard on their first album. Well, they always complained that their first album was something they would have never done. Right. That but Slave they still th- play all those songs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, I mean, is it really even Skid Row anymore? Piece of Me kind of leaned in this direction a little bit. Yeah. But they always claimed that this is the album that they wanted right, to make right. to and release the album. first time. It's a yeah. good album. Okay. What do you got? You're going to hate my last my last choice okay. right off the bat because you're going to be like, they're not a metal band, they're a okay. prog rock band. Okay. Dream Theater. Now I'll give you that. Under uh, a Glass Moon. I'll give you that. I just don't care for them. Is what <laughs> I like. Dream. That's bullcrap. They, they are very. Lo- no. You used to love Dream Theater. No, no I. You did made not. me play Dream no, Theater not. before we opened. No, I did not. Yeah, you. Did. No, you were thinking of somebody else. I have seen Dream Theater in concert only because I got tickets for free. That was with the twenty five thousand dollar cash bash out at at uh, um Starwood. Starwood. Yeah, it was them and Every Mother's Nightmare, and uh, I forgot about. Yeah. That. A local local metal band there. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was never a big Dream Theater fan. That that's just they're a they're, mus- because they're all the prog is I'm just not into prog. They're a musician band. Uh, yes, they are. They they're the Dream they're the Theater band that musicians exactly. listen to. Exactly. Dream Theater is a band that musicians listen to and everybody else tolerates. Okay. It's just kind of what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Screw you. All right. I really kind of I did not even kind of, but I broke the rules. If you say one. Christina Aguilera, I'm going to kill no, you. No, this is metal. What are you talking about? And I'll say, this is the reason why. The album and this song were both released in 1988. But... That's not the 90s. But... A little later, this band released another album with this song on it again, and it blew up everywhere in 1993. You can't put White Snake on here because they re- no. they released the same album like four or five no. times. Danzig with Mother. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because they released uh, um, Thrall Demon Sweat Live. Yeah. And they re-released this song as a single. And it blew up like crazy. It did. Okay. But that first Danzig album came out in 88. And this was on there. And it was a single off of that the, the, the first time around. But it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And then there we go. So, okay. I toyed with maybe putting Black Acid Devil on this. The song Black Acid Devil. Yeah. But again, that's when he 
really changed the band a lot. It started going through this techno metal thing yeah. did for a while, which I really enjoyed Danzig doing that, but it's not what you think of as metal to me. So No. So, okay. Let's look at this real quick. Okay. Pantera, Machine Head, Sepultura, Deftones, Typo Negative, Korn, Megadeth, Tool, Marilyn Manson, Metallica, Slayer, White Zombie, Anthrax, Motley Crue, Ozzy Osbourne, Skid Row, and Danzig. That's all the bands that I have listed on my Okay, that's 20, 20 bands, okay? Yeah. Not to mention the 20 that I talked about. Hold on. Of the 20, or, or actually, I didn't list all of them that I have on here. Okay, I did not list Monster Magnet. Okay. Alice in Chains. Actually, I didn't list Monster Magnet or Alice in, Alice in Chains. You know why? Why? Because I have never seen them in concert, but I have seen every single one of the other ones on here in concert. <laughs> well, you're, you're lucky and had a lot more disposable income yeah. than I did. The thing is, is like, okay, so like Pantera. Good show. First time I saw them, Typo Negative opened for them. So there's two bands right yeah. there, okay? okay. Um, years later, I saw Pantera come back to town, and the two bands that opened for them were Machine Head and Cold Chamber. So I know Cold Chamber was on your your list. Yeah. So it's like okay, so there's there's two more bands. Okay, yeah. Uh, the Deftones. Hold on. The Deftones. Slayer. Ozzy, I've saw I've seen Ozzy. I only got times. to see three of the bands. On and that then list. Primus on your list. Yeah, I saw all of them at Ozfest '99. Nice. Uh, as well as Rob Zombie, not White Zombie, but Rob Zombie was on there. Drain STH was also on that tour, so I got to see them in, on see them there. Yeah. Um, Corn opened for Ozzy one of the times I saw him. Uh, let's see. Tool was on Lollapalooza. I got to see Tool at yeah. Lollapalooza. Uh, Megadeth. He, he painted I, himself half blue, half red. Yeah, I saw Megadeth on the on the uh, Euthanasia tour. But I also saw, and, and Corrosion of Conformity opened for them. I'm still there. angry about not getting to see Megadeth, um, the Daves. Um, I also saw Megadeth with Motley Crue one time. They toured together. I think you went with me to that show. Uh, I've seen Motley. Or was it? No, no, you saw them with the Scorpions, didn't you? Yeah. That's what it was, yeah. I've seen Motley Crue three times, and only one of those yeah. is with all four but, original Yeah, members. but I saw, the, the for whatever reason, Megadeth and Motley Crue together. I yeah. saw Marilyn Manson on the Antichrist Superstar Tour. Yeah. Um, I, of course, I've seen Metallica like five times. White Zombie, I've seen twice. I saw them once uh, solo out as with the... the um, um, when they were touring for Astro Creep 2000, mm-hmm. um, what was the name of the band? Um, Filter opened for them. And then I saw them later on that year during the summer when um, them and Pantera went out on tour together. It was a double headlining tour, and that was the last tour that they did before they broke up. Yeah. Uh, Anthrax, I saw at 328 Performance Hall. That was during this time, this era with... Mm-hmm. With uh, yeah, whatever his name is, keep bragging. Uh, I'm just I'm just going through. I'm going through. I mean, and of course, I've seen Ozzy like four times or something. And one of the times I saw Ozzy, which was in '96, Ozzy was a headliner. Yeah, Danzig 
was next on was next was the next one down on that. Below that was Sepultura, and no. below that was Biohazard. <laughs> so <laughs> I hate you. I, I legitimately like hate you. And that was legitimately the first Ozfest tour because they actually branded yeah. it Ozfest before they kicked off the huge like summer long tour that they would do the next year. Yeah. that became what we know as Ozfest. So yeah, I, I've seen so many of these bands live. <laughs> I didn't have the money to be able to buy tickets yeah. most of the time. But now I did see Jerry Cantrell open up for event for Metallica one time and they did some Alice in Chains songs. Was that the the, the boggy Yes, yes, is that whatever that album was yeah. that he put out and they did several Alice in Chains songs. Uh, so that kind of that's as close as I ever came to seeing yeah. to seeing them. Uh, except for the, they were supposed to open for Metallica in 94 and then they they pulled out because Lane went to rehab. And uh, instead, I got Candlebox. Oh no! Uh, it was terrible. But to but to make it better, the very like the opening act on that that tour, yeah, Suicidal Tendencies. So See, that seen, was good. I saw yeah, Suicidal yeah. Tendencies open up for Queensrÿche when they did the Operation Mind Tour. Yeah, I know. Slash Empire Tour. Everybody take a drink. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I have very few shows to cling to. I, I didn't get to go see every band in the world well, from like birth admit, until now. Admittedly, when I was in my 20s, Dick. I went to, of course, concert tickets were a lot cheaper back then than they are now. Yeah. So I went to just about everything that came to town. I mean, some some bands I didn't even like that much, and I went and saw them and came away fans of either them or the opening act or whatever, yeah. you know. But yeah, back when I was a little metal kid. This this I saw all these bands. So. I, I I double hate Candlebox because yeah. I actually won tickets to go see Candlebox yeah. at 328, and there was this girl that I was chasing, and I was like, "Hey, you want to go see?" You know, went to the show, bought her the T-shirt, had a great time, and then she went off and dated somebody else. And I was like, "Well, screw you and the band." Mm, so you were the original incel, right? <laughs> 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 so anyway, Dave is getting uh, getting a little salty over here. So <laughs> I don't know why I do this podcast with uh, you because anymore. it's fun. But hey, you know, I really enjoyed doing, putting this together because I did go back and re-listen to a oh, lot yeah. of this music that I, admittedly, it's all music that I loved loved at the time and still love now. But I don't listen to it like I used to because. I admit, and we've talked about it several times on here, I just don't listen to metal the way I used to. I mean, it's just... And it shows. I love it. You know, there there is a lot of this stuff that I know sometimes when I pull it up. My, I'm, let me rephrase what I was about to say. <laughs> there are times whenever I am like with a significant other where I will pull out some of these songs oh, no. <laughs> and listen to them, and they're like... You listen to this? I'm like, oh, dude, you have no idea how into this stuff I was at one time, you know? Um, and so it's just kind of one of those, it, it surprises people sometimes until they really look at me. They're like, oh, wait a second, you kind of, you kind of, you know, with your tattoos and your, you know, yeah. your long beard and, and everything. It's See, like, yeah. it, it catches but, people completely <laughs> off guard with me. Yeah. Like, you know, it was a really nice day today. I was sitting in traffic, had the windows down. Um, was listening to Heartworks from Carcass mm-hmm. on the way over here and was stopped in traffic. And I looked over at the car next to me, and there was this woman in this car that was rolling her windows up, looking <laughs> like I was getting ready to get out and murder I know, her. I know. I and know. it just it made me smile. It made me smile. You know, I quoted 
enema recently. <laughs> uh, I think it was in Discord. Actually, it was in Discord. It was the Chad and I were talking, and we were talking about a... Uh, uh, he said something about uh, an actor from that you I know you don't like either from a movie you don't like. And what are they? Um, let's put it this way: um, it had to do with Hocus Pocus. And uh, uh. I don't know if you saw the thread or not, but he was like, "I think we agree on this." Is like, let's just put it this way: the tool, the uh, the the song "Enema" by by Tool tells you everything you need to know about how I feel about Hollywood. So. <laughs> and I know what actress you're talking about. Yes, <laughs> yes I do. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh you know it, it's 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 really cool with our with our the people that we have over in Discord yeah. how much we're alike and how much we're different too. I mean, I, it, it across the boards. I don't think Miss Ho is happy with my reaction to the new Hellraiser thing though. Uh, I still have not I, watched it. I, I need to get not, around to it. I did not enjoy it. Okay, I mean, it's it's not a great movie. Hellraiser was never one of those horror franchises I really liked that much. I've I think I've seen the first. I enjoy four of them, and that's the, and I, now I know there's a whole bunch more after that. The first two are really the best. And see, I didn't really like those that much. I, I like those. Three was all right. Three I mean, they had to make because they were getting ready to lose. Obligated, I know. And then I saw was it Bloodlines that was number four. I didn't that, bother. Like, goes into space or whatever, and like I actually saw that at, like when we still had ninety nine cent theaters around. Matter yeah. of fact, me and Pastor Dave and and our friend Richard that we you remember Richard that I went to uh, yeah. high school with. Yeah. Um, we all went to go see it, and I'm glad we only paid 99 cents for it because towards the end of the movie, honestly, you overpaid. Towards the end of the movie, while we were sitting there in the theater, the uh, something happened with the uh, the projection, yeah. Uh, and we, and you know, if you know anything about the way those films are pro- like when they're projected, you're not seeing everything that's on the film because like you can see like lighting rigs and everything around the outsides, but yeah, yeah. they're projected where all of a sudden we started seeing like boom mics come flying across and all this kind of stuff is like, uh, I don't think that's supposed to be on there because <laughs> it like, it like, it's like, it's like slipped down you yeah. know, just a little bit. And so we had to go like tell them and it was like, you know what? Never mind. This is a movie's crap anyway. So it, it's always, <laughs> it was always great when you had the old celluloid. Yeah. You yeah. know, the, the 50 or 35 or whatever. Yeah. And it would get, the bulb would get, right yes, before it was yes. getting ready to blow, it'd get too hot and you'd just it's melt. melt that Yes, film. I know. It's like, oh, it did it. It did it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I I miss film sometimes, like actual, like, like the actual film, 35 millimeter or yeah. whatever, you know. Uh, and I have seen, I have seen it done well a few times with, with directors who will go in and post and put kind of like some of those, you know, scars or whatever into it to make it's it look film old. Grain. Right. It's film the, grain. It's, it's and, the film and, grain. And the, and the, the wear and tear, the, the cigarette burns and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Well, there's a, which new, there's, I a, know they're not really called that, but that's what we've kind of, we've come to come to come to call them, you know? Well, that, but that's one it's, thing with the, the, the new Halloween movie is mm-hmm. there's a company now that does that specialty grain and it's nice and, all that, and it actually looks it pretty looks good pretty good it's but getting it's better still doesn't feel it's still that uncanny valley in some ways where it's like yeah it's right there but it doesn't it, feel quite it's right it's definitely not know? the rods and cones and yes that. exactly so. exactly so all right now that we have rambled on for <laughs> stuff that's not related to the um 
the subject matter, which if you've been listening to us for any amount of time, you should know that happens on a regular basis. So. Train gets derailed, <laughs> and we're off to a new would, destination. Would you say it's a train of consequences? No. No, I would not. No, I would not. <laughs> so anyway. Just like uh, I'm pretty sure I would say that um, Lars Ulrich's snare was made by Kohler uh, on St. Saint, Saint Anger. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, guys, go check out Discord. Go check out all, all of our social Instagram, media, our all Instagram, that. all Come that join stuff. Come on Discord. Um, hey, be sure to subscribe <laughs> on whatever podcaster you're using. Absolutely. So that way Make the, sure and subscribe. New, the new episodes hit your phone, and it's there ready for you to listen. To. Right, and if you have the opportunity, like us and, and all of that stuff. Take, uh, take, please a, take give us a, a review. Yeah, it just takes a few minutes of your time. You can give us a little review. It actually oh, helps us out and on more top than of you it know. All, whatever social media you're on, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever, share us with your people. Yeah, I mean that is that goes a long way. We have seen this year a huge uptick in our numbers. Thank you. Thank and thank you. Yeah, thank because you all the it listeners. Doesn't, it doesn't help. You know, happen without you guys. We, you know, we have to admit that the reason that that we've seen that that uptick was because of our cross podcast you know a tournament that we did earlier in the year and you know we're glad that, that some of you people some of you listeners have some of you people, you people why, why, I don't, why don't you be a little nicer uh, about right, it. Going on ross perot here jerk so it's, <laughs> uh, the, the, sorry it's late and i have not had anywhere near enough coffee your ears um, doubled in sized when you said that the, um but we are so happy to have all of our listeners and um and, absolutely you know again we're going to plan something similar to that this next year we're gonna plan it better what <laughs> you already know about that. what we're doing that again uh, yeah. oh yeah we're gonna this might become an annual thing uh, so. could you start planning it and let the folks know a little bit sooner than you did last we will, year please? we will plan it a whole lot better than we did last year we will not do it the allen way we will do it more the project gen x way which is kind of the allen which way. is the <laughs> allen way so let's not do it that way let's act oh good grief maybe i have had enough coffee tonight so <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for uh, listening to us. And, uh, hey, you know, we're right here. We're in November now. We're in November. There's like a month and or a couple, less than two No, months. no, no. It's three weeks to Thanksgiving. Oh, don't even. Don't Get even. out the stretchy pants, y'all. Oh, yeah, and then Christmas is shortly after that, and then New Year, and then we're on into a whole 2023. 2023 is just around the corner. No, if we no, can no, believe no, no. That. We're, we're not going past um, oh, December 31st. <laughs> you think the world's going to end at December 31st? Uh, we just midnight. No, we just need to not go past <laughs> that. 11:59 <laughs> because in March I have to look down that ugly year. Yeah. Well, hey, it's better than the alternative, so uh, that's not so bad. The other way, as I get, some I sleep. get as I get older. I'm always like every time I'm approaching a new decade, I'm like, bring it on, man! I I have I survived my 20s and 30s. There ain't much else you can throw at me that's going to kill me. I mean, that is wait. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm tempting fate by saying that, but I you mean, better knock <laughs> on some wood. You you better. I'm unkillable, so it's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't say I won't hey, die. I said I'm unkillable. Okay. Hey, <laughs> There's I, a I difference. Need, I need to know how to come get my microphone and my drum kit if something happens to you. Don't Who do I need it. to contact? Mm-hmm. Hey, you that. know what? My life is just, I have to say stuff like that every once in a while because ever since I took the murder um, uh, airbags out of my car, my life just doesn't feel as like as fulfilled anymore because it's not like I'm giving finger the, uh, death the finger every yeah, time. Yeah, you are. You a bought car, a motorcycle. So. Well, yeah, there is that, but it's. Uh... <laughs> don't worry. I'll be there 
with you pretty soon. I'm working on it. I better get out of here before I say something really stupid. So. <laughs> Why stop now? Why stop now? And because stay- it's entertainment. It's all entertainment. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to the Gen X, the Project, Project Gen, Gen X, X podcast. <laughs> I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And I am Alan Smith, and Barry will be back with us next week. So, everyone, thank you. From the bottom, of, uh, legitimately from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for listening, and uh, we hope that... Um, you will continue listening and enjoying what we're doing for years to come. And Smash that like button! <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much. We will see you next time. See ya! Under my skin, into my bones. I feel unsaid, unsee, begin to make it home. Into my vision and through my mouth. Somebody's working me to me all strung out It's alright It's alright It's alright I'm just a little crazy It's alright It's alright It's alright I'm just a little crazy There goes my reason Where's all my hope I'm just a puppet Pulled by strings to me You could draw a straight line from like, from, um, I don't know what that was either. That's odd. Uh, <laughs> you could, I, I don't even know where that came from. I know.